0: Well hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Discover New Music podcast from us at Full Pelt Music. Shortly we'll be chatting with Blighttown, whose single, Swerve, we have featured over on our Discover New Music playlist on Spotify. But before then, the usual reminders from myself. If you would, please do follow Full Pelt on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, wherever you are watching or listening um well listeners welcome to the podcast uh Blight town we're delighted to have you on uh for this episode we've really enjoyed your latest single swerve which we're gonna talk to you about in just a moment uh but before then just to you know introduce uh the band as a whole we start off always with our um first topic which is what we call the the origin story um so yeah we have got jake sam and joseph from the band with us today uh so yeah welcome again gentlemen um, so the origin story of Blight Town. Um, where did the band, you know, come together? What is the origin story for Blight Town? Uh,
1: we kind of, me and Sam are uh, brothers, and we've basically been writing music together for like a long time. Um, so me and uh, the bass player Scott and the guitarist Will, uh, we're all writing music together. We were all sort of it was all sort of stuff that we'd write and then like it'd never make it out of like the bedroom so it'd be like he's called project x because like we didn't even bother giving it a band name because we knew it was, didn't think it was ever going to get out of that so we basically just jam and like record things on our phone and stuff and um eventually it got to a point where we were like we'd all been in different bands with different people and stuff and we we're just like why why are we not like in a band with each other Like yeah. why haven't we always sort of like gone off with different people or whatever? so we, we kind of got into a like forced ourselves into a practice room uh, and started writing some stuff, and then we uh, came across Joe and joined my band. Uh, and yeah, since, since then, it's I mean, it's some of the stuff we've been writing as a band, like we've been we've had stuff that's like you know five or six years old, but just not done anything with it. So like we've only really been functioning as like a like a real band for like two years, maybe it's like just before the pandemic hit that we like started cracking on which is a good time
0: of course to
1: get get your
0: yeah to get yourself in gear yeah yeah um obviously a pandemic always comes up in every chat that i have at the minute and i I always say you know i try try and uh you know avoid asking questions about it but it's it's unavoidable isn't it because it impacted the music industry so heavily and obviously you know momentum is so important for for new bands and obviously it killed the momentum for so many so obviously it's great to see you know Bright Town emerge out the other side and able to still continue and and put out music and obviously swerve is the song that has just hit the airwaves um we've added it of course to our discover new music playlist hence we've got you guys on the accompanying uh podcast so obviously we've really enjoyed it because we wouldn't put anything on there that we didn't enjoy um so what can you tell us about swerve what is the story of of swerve how did that come together how was that recorded? Uh, you know, what's it about?
1: Uh, so, Sam writes pretty much everything, like guitar-wise, <laughs> um, until recently, anyway. But yeah, um, I, I think just it was just a riff you we were playing around, wasn't it? Like it was like yeah, again, that, yeah. it's kind of a riff we've had for a, a while and not done anything with again. And then the intro riff originally was really long and in like a really strange time signature <laughs> and couldn't get it to fit anything. And Dave was like, just just try your best to make it 4-4. And we don't do enough of the the 4-4 poppiness. So I just figured we could get that down and then just destroy your game from that kind of thing. Yeah, I think uh, we're kind of, with this one especially, we've we've kind of always been a bit like... um... We tend to, like, twiddle a lot, you know what I mean? Like, we tend to, like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, we're going guitar, yeah! But, like, sometimes we're, like, uh, we're just, like, maybe we need to write something that's a bit poppier, maybe we need to write something a bit, like, straighter in structure. You can... Less like music for musicians as opposed yeah. to like yeah. music for uh, music listeners. Like, you can still have your little <laughs> noodly sections and stuff, but structure-wise, yeah, it's a lot poppier than, like, pretty much anything we've done. Uh, it's... Vocally, it's just... Lyrically, sorry, it's just about... Um, it's like how there's like disparity in things so you can have uh can't feel like the really good stuff if you don't allow yourself to feel like the really bad stuff so it's kind of like you have to sort of let yourself wallow in depression and like fully feel it so you can sort of get past it and feel something better on the other side of it um there's yeah I, I found myself writing all about that kind of thing a lot recently like how life is sort of like i know life isn't black and white it's all like gray and shit but like Particularly, that I find that like you can't have one without the other. It's just yeah. something that I've been noticing a lot recently. So yeah, I kind of like took a bit of inspiration from that.
0: Yeah, it's that yin and the yang, isn't it? Um, yeah, uh, life most definitely is very grey. Um, <laughs> we're all trying to find a way through. It. Um, yeah. Um, well, obviously, you know, the, the um, output of all that is is a fantastic song in uh, in swerve, and uh, yeah, you can certainly see the the more you know pop orientated approach but it still maintains obviously a lot of the technical elements in there which uh, I think yeah they they yeah you know, supplement each other really really well and, and that's probably what gives the strong uh, the song its uh, its strength um so w- how would you compare it obviously yeah you, know, you mentioned you've been a band for for a little while you've actually you know, you, you put your debut uh, ep out a while back um, obviously you know you've kind of hinted there you know a different mental approach to how you uh, tackle the recording of swerve you know how how do you see swerve you know sitting against the backdrop of that debut a- ep and you know what should we expect you know from the musical direction of the band going forward
1: i think we've uh, definitely been writing popier i guess like still in the same kind of thing we still like weird time signatures we still like like complex sections like uh, Will is like crazy on weird effects and stuff. Like he's like got about a hundred pedals that he doesn't put on his board because it's just like I look, but I've got no use for them. Um, so yeah, I guess like we want to just keep sort of experimenting. Really, we want to try doing different things with each release. Like um, I think this one we're we working on at the minute is definitely more towards the sort of um, I guess like kind of funky side. Like. A lot sort of, of yeah yeah there's a lot of like war and uh, like tremolo and phaser and stuff in it so we are playing around a lot with effects and stuff um but yeah structure-wise i think i think that's like the way we're heading at the minute we're trying to sort of keep things um as you know interesting for us um and sort of mix as many different you know amounts of our influences in as we can but we are sort of looking at it now with a more sort of like is this a bit self-indulgent? Would this be like? Uh, is this something that literally want to sit and listen to for three and a half minutes, like just because we think it's sick or whatever? Like, um, yeah, I think I think that's that's definitely there's definitely a move more towards a sort of more uh, poppy, polished. Um, yeah, more well, noise, chaotic. Kind yeah, of thing. I still like the like chaos and the crazy oh, noises yeah. for sure. But that's, I think that's that's definitely something we're moving towards, even keeping the dynamics and the. Uh, Instrumentation like pretty weird, but just move structure-wise. So it's a more sort of like verse chorus verse chorus kind of thing. Still want to kind of like you know uh, subvert those expectations a bit sometimes because like sort of can't help ourselves. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> to move to that a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Well, to me that certainly you know seems like a, a mature uh, you know approach um, for you to take really. Obviously to um, you know like you said, write songs that perhaps, you know, aren't the sort that you would want to listen to. Obviously, uh, you, Sam, I think, earlier mentioned, you know, music for musicians, you know, there's a saying yeah. about, you know, obviously, <laughs> write writing songs that, you, you know, or writing music that you want to listen to yourself. But then, you know, the, if that's only, you know, achieving so much, getting so far, being able to recognise, actually, if I add this other element to it, and I maintain, you know, um, what I'm all about, but actually I'm willing to, you know, diverse and experiment, obviously. You know, it does work yeah. well for a lot of artists and obviously has the done it for you like, guys.
1: I kind of get, in, like, more and more into pop music, like the opera yeah, as well. <laughs> so, And I've, I've always, like, enjoyed that kind of, uh, you know, there's a reason it's pop. It's called popular music, like the, it's yeah. the earworm thing. And, like, I just, I think it's, it's cool to sort of, look at all the weird like out there influences we've got and like the things we like listening to and then be like all right cool how can we make that like really poppy and accessible <laughs> yeah
0: definitely i mean it is an approach i think you yeah, know a lot of rock bands are, are, are taking more and more these days i mean i think the that is in that were obviously bring me the horizon they were the first i think really in recent times to, to really push the boundaries and now you get a lot of bands trying to emulate that success but um you yeah, know some do it well others not so much um but yeah. you know I, I would certainly say not that you've fully gone that direction but you know having that influence uh, or you know the, the change they, of the pop direction with swerve it certainly you know is working well i, I think for you guys
1: that last album that they did was like a like perfect like melding of pop yes. and metal. Like, i saw a lot of people like yeah. oh bring me don't even go hard anymore and i'm like yeah but they, they do like they're just literally just making it like super commercial but still heavy like yeah probably, like, super distorted and like down chugs and stuff for it to still be heavy
0: like yeah like you say post human You know, the review that we yeah. wrote for it for the website you know we pretty much said it it's like they've taken every element of the band that has been for the last you know decade or two that they've been in existence now yeah. you know finally meshed it all together you know and and yeah the outcome was fantastic so um you yeah. Speaking of you know, then reactions to things, obviously, you know, the reaction to that album from Bring Me Horizon, like you said, was uh, obviously incredible, got to number one, etc. Um, you know, reactions are instantaneous these days, you know. Musicians put out music, they don't have to wait for you know magazine reviews or to go to a show and meet someone because obviously we've got social media, so everyone's yeah. instantly, you know, engaged with it. How have you found the reaction to Swerve since you put it out? Yeah, it's been
1: really easy to be Um, um more it's always nice when people like sort of go out of their way to like message you and tell you and stuff like it's nice seeing more followers come in and like you know streams on spotify and people like actively taking an interest but for me the really nice thing has been like people that are sort of like knowing real life or whatever that message me and be like oh I, d- I didn't even realize you're in a van this is really like this is really sick and stuff like that this is yeah, I think for me that's been my people thing singing it. the lyrics back out as it gigs and stuff is a big thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a, a yeah, recent that's thing, really isn't nice. <laughs> it? Yeah,
2: that I is thought nice. I thought with uh, with Swerve is like we've played it at every gig we've played as the last song, and and a couple of people have been like, "What is that song?" And until now, yeah. we've had been like, "Well, it doesn't really have a name," <laughs> so it's quite cool to be able to be like, like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. "Yeah, it had uh, all of our songs have got check it out." All of our songs have got weird song titles. To be fair, and that have, like a a weird working title as well. It was called Gungu Yeti Ye for quite a while. Um, wow. Yeah, <laughs> there's stay tuned for more weird song titles because we've got loads. Like, we're not gonna start. Yeah, we'll I look back, forward to it. Yeah, I look <laughs> <laughs> going a serious process at the minute to decide which ones are just weird enough to get away with yeah it's yeah. the, the striking the balance isn't it like which ones like cause some of them were caught with them were like i love that but like we can't use that as a title. Like, yeah no one will take it seriously Um but yeah no there's there's plenty more of those coming i think for sure i've that's... got a couple covering already
0: yeah no, that's good that's good to know uh i can't wait to to see him and hear them. um so to put a little bow on the conversation around Swerve, we should touch on the video as well. So obviously listeners can check out the video to Swerve on YouTube and obviously in the bio of the podcast, we'll have the, the appropriate links for, for listeners to get through and to, to watch that. Um, so, you know, how was it for you guys to to film that uh, the video? Obviously, you say, uh, you know, a performance type video, um, <laughs> but obviously it's, it's a pretty intense one. Obviously, it, it, I, I think it works quite well with the songs. So, you know, talk to us about that process.
1: Yeah, it was... It was no. great at first. Um, I was we, wearing a big, like, really thick black coat for about nine hours, and it was, like, blisteringly hot. It was boiling. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, it was really fun to film, to be fair. We filmed it at um, a place in Beeston called The Pigeon Moth, Um and our friend Jace Anderson did it for us. Uh, he's done all of our videos so far, and he's like... "Yeah, and Kyle. Yeah, like the best the boys. boys yeah um but yeah the uh when it was it was fun it was great to film everything but like uh, the scene where the petals are coming down so uh we bought some petals from uh amazon and i think they were like from china or something they were next to, like a i don't know why but they absolutely stunk a fish i think they came from like <laughs> so we're getting these like petals like coming down on us and yeah, it, oh, it was so bad. Oh, it's, I mean, it's so, so bad. Mind. But um, the scene where each of us individually is like getting the petals fall down on us, uh, I like went first, so it wasn't too bad for me. But like, because we only bought this one bag, we had to like sweep up all the petals afterwards on like a wooden floor. <laughs> so each person that went after that got slightly more like dust yeah. and like, lint and like bits of uh, like dirt. Uh, I think Will went last and like you can see him like visibly like recoiling as this horrible like dirt comes like waving down <laughs> where did where did you go, Joe? Were you like second or third or How bad was it for you? I was
2: third, yeah, but it was a lot of a lot of drumstick parts in mine, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh I'm glad I went first, I'll put it yeah. that way. That was that was not pleasant. I oh, make- I broke my guitar while we were filming as well. For, for swerve i am um, i was like throwing the guitar around quite aggressively every single take and then about seven seven hours in or something to filming, um the, the screw just came straight out of the, the top of the body so we had to do some diy with some glue and matches and whatever we could get to screw it back into place <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it was um yeah, it was a really fun video to film, but look, we've kind of done weird videos before, and like, uh, with, like some sort it's of, nice to do something a bit. Better. Yeah, we've not, we've not done uh, a video yeah. where like all of us are just sort of in a room playing or whatever, so we were like, you know, maybe we don't need to like overcomplicate the video this time, maybe we just have some nice lighting and like, just you know, like get in a room and do our thing or whatever. Yeah, no. It yeah, certainly yeah, seems
0: yeah. like it was a memorable experience for you.
1: Oh God, yeah. I still have clothes that I was wearing that day that just stink of fish. Like, I don't understand why they smell so bad. Like, I I can't Maybe think of a reason bad. for
0: it. So so yeah obviously that um puts a bit of a bow on um swerve for us so obviously you know it's been great for us um swerve really was our introduction to to the band um obviously you know and subsequently you know gone back and had had a look at you know what you've put out there before with the ep so you know listeners to this podcast obviously discover new music podcast so there's a good chance they're discovering you through swerve as well so they may well be wondering you know what's coming down the line and obviously a lot of it is probably uh you know secret you know a lot of the time you know bands aren't able to say well we're going to release this on this date but you know should listeners certainly be expecting new music from you uh you know during the rest of this year you know what what are you uh looking at
1: definitely say so yeah i don't want to be too coy or whatever like we are writing and recording and stuff like we've uh, virtually just finished recording something uh a couple of weeks ago that i think we're looking at maybe before the end of the year something to follow up with maybe another single and no then, uh... concrete date or anything yeah we have yeah a, we have been right recording and working with miroslav at jigsaw who's the the guy we just kind of absolutely swear by at this point yeah and yeah we've got a few tracks recorded we're just not sure on a release date yet yeah kind so of kind of come in time when it's mixed mastered, and everything's kind of together as the full package yeah we're um... Again, I think these songs are, it's like the best stuff we've written. Like, it's definitely like, if we, we broke Swerve kind of before the rest of these songs, so that was like our first sort of... It's the bridge. Yeah, that's definitely bridge. the bridge, the bridge into this kind of material, because this, this next stuff is, um, it's all weird effects. It's all, um, uh, you know, screams and cleans and um, a lot of... Like, dynamics wise a lot more interesting. Yeah, than, uh, yeah, we, we def- want. definitely played around with Dynamics a lot more. Yeah. Um, and you have some weird, weird percussion and stuff in one song. If it makes some for, finger snaps <laughs> in there. We've got some finger snaps in there. <laughs> the, the double ones, me and Joe, oh, wow. wow. them, but we were like, nah, let's do it. Um, I, to be fair, we mess around a lot with that percussion and stuff, and we listen back to it, and we're like, um, yeah, maybe this is a bit too much. Maybe we should dial this back a little bit. But yeah, I think some of it's probably going to make it into the final release. Admittedly, like, we screw around when, with uh, the with Miroslav too much. Like, probably could have got more done if we went messing around. Like, oh, let's put a cowbell in it. Let's put, like, an African uh, drum like in glasses. it. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. What's that thing where you, like, Lit your finger and you put your finger around the edges of the glasses it's like... Uh, I don't know if there's a technical term. For that. <laughs> but, but I'm sure there is, but yeah. it's definitely not one I know. It's a term that eludes- <laughs> Um uh, yeah, no, no, we're thinking of that and then um probably start writing for a longer release um shortly afterwards as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well we yeah, yeah we, well. we look forward to everything you've got coming and certainly you're gonna be keeping an eye out for the uh, African jumps and the, the finger snaps and everything. So uh, yeah, no, look forward to that. Obviously, so that's one half of the industry and the other half of the industry which yeah, I think we probably all prefer and love the most is obviously the live element. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously you've been able to get out uh, and and play a number of shows since obviously the restrictions of the pandemic lifted. Uh, I think uh, recently I noticed obviously you had a, a great slot over at the UK Tech Fest. Um, yeah. Was, you know, awesome. So how you know how was that slot and how has it just felt you know for you guys to, to get out on the road again and,
2: and play shows?
1: Joe was Joe uh, was buzzing. He got a drum tag. <laughs>
2: yeah. First time with a drum tag, so I got to, That's like, the dream. maybe like my property, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was really good that, that whole gig I was surprised by how many
1: people came out and like were hardcore dancing yeah. for oh that was cool. fun there's this there Two step one, there's the, this um... one dude like a handlebar moustache and he was awesome he was like he two-stepped I think for every single band that day whether it, was it like, um, whether it was, Nigel yeah, it was fantastic whether the genre necessitated it or not he was throwing down like they got that guy from you know <laughs> our from the first band to like well when, as soon as we left probably after like, all the other bands had finished yeah it, it's like ambient yeah. noises in the car park <laughs> and stuff <laughs> just the sound of the street like humming and yeah. yeah no it was it was great i was again yeah I, I was surprised by that as well the fact that like um even though we were on pretty early i think we were on we were opening the main stage um there were like tons of people there. I was um, super surprised by the turnout. It was so nice. Yeah, Simon's a really nice dude as well. Yeah. I think I think I, I he mentioned that he saw every single band at uh, Techfest. Like, he didn't wow. watch oh, every wow. single band, which it's is mad when brand. you like you know you're the organizer. Must have killed him. Like switching stage to stage like all day. The cool that's the cool thing about fest as well. Like there were no uh, clashes or anything. Like as yeah. soon as one band finished on the on the second stage. There would be another one starting up on the main stage, um, I think that was that was our first experience playing a festival as one, and it was, yeah, I think it was a really good one to have as your first experience. Everyone was like super nice, like there was some cool food stands and stuff, uh, and yeah, no, that was that was probably one of my one of my favorites we've done so far to be fair. Like, yeah. really thoroughly enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, and Joe, obviously, you know, how's your ego after having a, a drum tech, you know?
1: <laughs> it was
2: probably the least stressed I've ever been at a gig, which is like, you know, I, I, the opposite of what I expected, considering it's was the larger stage. But just being able to like, oh, okay, I'm done now. I can walk off the stage and not have to come back and carry the cymbal in both my arms. Brilliant.
1: Yeah, well,
0: here's to more of it in the future for you, and I'm sure there will yeah. be. Um, so you know with, th- with that in mind obviously listeners that are discovering you now where can they catch you coming up what what shows have you guys got coming up
1: we we got Mangata Festival yeah this, this Sunday this Sunday the, uh, the old, old cold, cold store, store. Yeah. Not, cold, not cold store the old <laughs> cold, <laughs> store, the cold store the old cold store not cold store or cold store the old cold store um, yeah it's sorry I thought you said cold store <laughs> so uh, yeah, we've got that. We have uh, some yeah. things that we're working on at the minute uh, that I don't know if we're to talk about yet. But yeah, we've, we've got. Uh, we're so looking we're to playing, playing in Rock City Beta uh, with. Ah uh, yeah one. in November. I think it is. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. It's fourth, isn't it? Fourth November. Could That's going to be
0: a fun one. Yeah, <laughs> some be. good good stuff coming <laughs> definitely. <laughs>
1: We're also we're uh, looking at um a on a dates around the UK in uh towards the end of the year, autumn kind time, October, November. Um, that's getting booked at the minute. So we should be going up and down the UK pretty soon. So yeah, if you haven't seen it before, probably a good chance at one of those.
0: Yeah. So yeah, um, Definitely. So obviously listeners uh the best place to to find out about these shows will obviously these days be on social media. So yeah, yeah, obviously we've got your, your uh, uh, channels here. So obviously they can find you on Instagram uh, and Facebook at blight town UK. So um, obviously, yeah, listeners again, the links will be in the bio of the the episode anyway, but obviously that's where you want to head to keep track of blight town and everything that's coming new music wise and live show wise. Um, So uh the last portion of the podcast follows on from the live show discussions and uh, interestingly you've kind of touched on a little bit already because you discussed obviously the placement of swerve as the last song in the set list so the last portion of our podcast is it's called Setlist science um because i'm a bit of a setlist <laughs> geek um so the question to you is um you know, how much importance do you place in the structure of a set list and have you got any rules that you try to follow
1: we yeah, I mean it is, it is yeah. yeah, we have pretty specific about it. Um we tend to have uh well we have we basically have these little interlude things that um Will writes that we sort of play between each song. Strategically when we have to like use a capo or change tuning very slightly <laughs> or yeah. So um yeah, and I think it's a good thing to do. It's like some bands it's great to like go up and be like how's everyone doing hell yeah brother and stuff like that like for us it's more just the interludes and the music just kind of keep the vibe going a little bit um there are all sorts of things like we've got uh one that's just like a sample of rain uh and then with like a little japanese ultimate thing behind it um there's some that are just like bassy sort of uh almost trap beats almost (laughs) trap beats (laughs) (laughs) um but you know i think um we tend to we've moved the set around quite a bit. Like we tend to like get bored of it and go, oh, what've put this here? what we put this here? It's definitely important um, for things like um, when you've got to change tuning, when you've got a, a capo on a song, or whatever the stuff that's going to be like particularly harder in terms of vocal range. Yeah, going to be tired out by the end of the set. Yeah, there's there's a couple of songs where. Um, my vocals are like at the top of their range and I'm sort of like yelping or like barking or whatever and <laughs> have to
2: like those have
1: to be like I'm, I'm pretty insistent I'm like please have those earlier in the set by the end of it like I'm not going to be able to hit that note um, so yeah no it is super important like where they are in terms of like you know making it easier for yourself and making it sound as tight as it can be because if you're um you know thrashed out from like a you know five or six songs of like constant doodling as well and then you get to like swerve's a nice one to end on for sure because it's definitely it's uh it's it's i think it's nice and easy for will it's not too bad for you is it it's 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 just just, no that doesn't even bother me the intro riff is really difficult (laughs) like especially at the end of the set kind of thing but it's the price I pay, to be fair. Sam has a habit of writing riffs that he can't play. Yeah. And then having to learn to play them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I changed some stuff around in the studio for the new stuff that I just kind of did on the fly. And I'm now going to have to get the, the solo guitar tracks and <laughs> actually learn my own <laughs> songs. Soft- uh, what, what, what do you think, Joe? I mean, you set up most of our um, interludes and like uh, electronic side of things. Yeah, Joe's right a here. wizard with his, his MIDI plan. Uh, I always try and
2: and think, if I'm listening to this, at what point am I going to get sick of this band? Because if we we put all of our most intense songs at the start, after 10 minutes I would have left the show. So I try and pace it out so we have catchy and intense, like, to listen to. like uh, Not like Pancakes, where they're really good at the start and then, you know... (laughs) You hate Wait, them what? You no
1: know, pan- <laughs> pancakes. Guess Controversial have pancakes. that is. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I'm sick. I'm always sick of them by like, like. <laughs> you know, I'm Italy, i I only pretty much only eat pancakes on Pancake Day, or like when <laughs> the mood, for some reason, takes me. But yeah, you start making them, and then like you're like, oh, this is really nice. This is a good idea. And then you've eaten like three, and you're like, oh well, I've used all the batter <laughs> now. I went out and bought it I'm gonna have to make another five, I guess. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, to be fair to him, that is that is, sure. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a really that's interesting a way of putting it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. And, you know, to hear you as well say, obviously, yeah, you know, at what point would I get bored? You know, I've never, I've asked this question to an awful lot of musicians. and I've never ha- had an answer, you know, like that, you know. um, And yeah, realistically, that, that is a good way to look at it. Definitely, definitely. um, Yeah, and kind of almost goes back to that point, you know, Sam made earlier around, you know, uh, writing music that, you know you want to listen to well yeah let's play set list that we would want to see played yeah no definitely um yeah i always find that that uh, portion of the podcast really interesting obviously as a as a set list geek myself um so yeah, yeah um i'll take it you know it's not something you end up arguing too much about you know you get agreement normally do you? a little
1: bit um <laughs> oh, for, the most part. <laughs> for, the, for the most part it's when people are like oh can we play this one towards the end because the vibe's better and i'm like I'm going to be able to sing it like and put it towards the end, but I'm gonna be going <laughs> by that point in the set. So I think mean, we most we mostly agree, don't we? Yeah, like Yeah, I'd say so. Like it's usually if not like a unanimous decision, then like four out of five mm. kind of just mm. going, Yeah, that's how we're doing it. <laughs> to be honest, it's usually me or Scott that will just say like that will go against everyone else and be like, no, no we we'll do the unstoppable right. force no. and unmovable object of the band. Yeah. Like, It's either going to be me or Scott. It's been difficult, to be fair.
0: Oh, i always feel you know asking that question is going to turn it into somewhat of a band therapy session you know i think that is one of the most argumentative points for a band you know set this um which is good because it shows you've got a passive passion for it and obviously you want it to, to be structured well so um certainly you yeah. passed passed my test on that one um so yeah uh, obviously fantastic chatting uh with you obviously we've really enjoyed so uh, we can't wait to see what you guys have got coming out next um obviously listeners make sure you follow following the band on social media uh and please do try and head along to a show as well when they get scheduled um so what would be your final message for for listeners today
1: um i guess that we've got some really interesting stuff coming up i don't want to do like uh big, big things, things coming soon big things coming soon yeah <laughs> but um yeah no we're uh, we're working with uh, some really cool people and we've got a lot planned and i think over the next however long um there's going to be some really interesting stuff coming out for us and you know, most importantly, there's going to be some really good music coming out. Um, so Towards the the back end of the year, there's going
0: to be a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, the shows this, this is like, you know, phase one. Like it's gonna kick here soon, I think. Yeah, so you didn't want to say it's, it, so uh, I will say it. So listeners, you know, follow the band on social media, um <laughs> stream the songs, buy any songs that come out, go and see the band live. Definitely uh needs to be done. Um, thank you very much, gentlemen, for your time
1: this evening. You're welcome. Thank you. Very thank much, you so man. much for thank having us back. Well.
0: Well, thank you everyone for listening. I really do hope you enjoyed that chat there with Blighttown. Please do remember to check out their single, Swerve, on our Discover New Music playlist on Spotify. And of course, follow the band on social media. You can also follow Full Pelt on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And if you would, please do hit that subscribe button, hit that like button wherever you're watching or listening. And we'll be back very soon for another episode of the Discover New Music podcast.